and welcome to episode 13 of Love and Movies. I'm Eric. I'm Monica. Um, today we're talking a little bit about life after Flynn was born. Yeah, and right after. Like Yeah, like right after. Uh, brand new parents. Day. Oh my God. <laughs> so after Flynn was born, we got to stay in the hospital. For, and I say got to because it was kind of really nice. It was like a little staycation. Yeah, it was like uh-huh. a break from life for a, yeah. a little bit. While like we the adjusted, the outside world didn't exist. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it was about three days that they kept me there just to make sure that Flynn and I were both doing well, and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, they literally it w- it was you know, although it was a hospital, it was a really nice area of the hospital. Like mm-hmm. it was set up as its own little entity off from everywhere else, and they. It's like one of those all-inclusive resorts because yeah, you right. just kind of like chill in your room and they bring you whatever you need. So yeah. <laughs> that I was really nice. I didn't leave the bed except to go to the bathroom for like three days. I Everybody brought me food and drinks and the baby and all this kind of awesome stuff. I was like, woohoo, vacation. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, they would even, you know, like, of course, you're exhausted from having just gone through what you've gone through. Right. And, you know, they have a lot of checks to do with the baby. So they'll, you know, they'll, they took Flynn out of the room and they would check with him and they'd say, we're just going to keep him for a little while longer. You just take a nap. So it's like built-in babysitters where you got to sleep a little extra and, you know, before we really had to get into the, it's only us doing this kind of thing. Yeah, it was, but it kind of went from the stress of being pregnant and God, what can go wrong and is everything going to be okay to, all right, well now he's actually out in the world and it's a whole different kind of stress. Yeah, we, we immediately started worrying about you know, like no one come to the hospital who's sick mm-hmm. to visit us. Like oh if you're gosh, sick, stay only, home. <laughs> he only drank an ounce of formula. Is that enough? Yeah. Is he going to go hungry? Yeah. Like by the time we left the hospital, he had already lost a pound and I was already freaking out about that. Right. Yeah. It, it was, it, you know, we were nerve wracked about everything at that everything. point. You know, Which, the, like, is he okay? First time new parents. Are. Sure. We had no idea what we were doing. And that's, we you know, that's books, one of those big, one of those big parenting secrets, I think, that your parents kept from you your whole life is they had no idea what they were doing either. Right. <laughs> and they don't tell you that. As far as you knew, they knew exactly what they were doing when you were growing up. And I'm assuming Flynn thinks the same thing about us. He thinks we've got a plan and we know exactly what we're doing and we're just winging it like everybody else mm-hmm. did. So... I mean, we tried to do our research, of course, like every, yeah. like most new parents, we read books and we tried to learn as much as we could. And what do we do in this situation? And how do we handle that situation? And how much should we feed him? Should we make our own baby food? Do we do this? Do we do that? And we read so much while we were pregnant. And yeah. and then he was there and all of a sudden all that stuff kind of goes out the window and you just go from day to day, hour to hour. Right. And you best just laid the plans. best you can yeah. and hope to god you're not gonna screw him up too bad that's all we can hope for (laughs) (laughs) like please please let us be making the right decisions about everything and then of course you have everybody else and their mother telling you what they think you should do sure yeah you know every single person that you run across complete strangers that you Mm -hmm. run across in a store they see you doing you know uh, oh, you're oh, you're using you're using regular diapers. You should really think about using cloth diapers. Or you know, and it's like, oh, who are you? I don't even know who you, you are. Yeah, it's like everybody everybody has an opinion about yep. everything. 
and and advice for parents out there don't listen to it just do do, do what you, you yeah best exactly like you, you know take all the information all the criticisms all the you know like the the help the the information that people want to give and take it with a grain of salt pick the parts you like ignore the parts you don't like and do what's best for you and your baby right and yeah because they don't yeah, it, that's all you can do. I mean, and there, and you will, you'll be getting unsolicited advice from every single person that sees you with a baby, basically. So mm -hmm. be prepared for that. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, and, and then you know, we after three days we got to go home, mm -hmm. got to take him home, and he we had this car seat, you know, that we got. That was, it was not a huge car seat, you know, but it was a regular standard car seat, and then it has like all the regular pads in there, and then there's like this insert pad that goes in like when you've got an infant that's even smaller and you know in preparation for the episode we're looking through some pictures and things like that just to you know because it's been a few years and we look at him the day we're bringing him home in that car seat and he is so tiny so small like Gosh. completely forgot how small he was he was only seven pounds when we brought him home and well probably more like six at that point well yeah he had lost a bunch of weight yeah that's true but he he was so tiny on that little car seat that mm -hmm. he he didn't even take up that insert pad pad that went inside of it. He was, his legs didn't even go past that. He was just so tiny. And there's a picture of him holding my thumb. Um, and his entire hand fits between the end of my thumb and the first knuckle. I mean, just, it's just so like, small. I can't believe how small he was. Yeah. Was it's just, and now we look at him and he's, you know, four feet tall or whatever ridiculous he's he's mm -hmm. tall for his age now so it's it's crazy um but yeah so we we got home and then you know i think it all of a sudden it was kind of like oh my god you know we're parents we're parents and now we're on our own and we don't have the, <laughs> the hospital, hospital support group or <laughs> oh man you know and you know and we had our family which is amazing because they brought us you know food and they brought us you know they came up to see how we were doing and you know everybody was really really helpful which was awesome but it was mm -hmm. still you know we were in utter panic mode because now we have we have like a little being that we are responsible for keeping alive at this point, you know, and we have no idea what we're doing. So we just made sure to feed and change him and bathe him and <laughs> hold him as much as possible. And one of the things that we found when we were looking through the pictures of these first days is he was, he was asleep. Pretty much all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Like 99% of the pictures, he's asleep. And he's asleep in them. Yeah. We kind of thought back and we're like, oh yeah, infants do sleep. Like, 20 21 hours a day so there wasn't a lot of awake time for this kid and yeah not not for the first little while for sure he slept a lot but so i think our our main concern was the eating and still even to this day he's a, a he doesn't eat a lot mm -mm. At he's every like meal. a bird yeah, yeah he, he's just he picks you know and, and sometimes he'll eat everything on his plate but most of the time he doesn't but right at the beginning there i I tried and tried and tried to breastfeed, but like nothing was happening. It just wasn't working. Yeah, didn't uh, work out. It was probably the most pain aside from the labor itself that I've ever had on my body. And as much as I try, I tried for almost two weeks and barely yeah, got more than a work. couple of drops. So 
and you know and that's again another thing that people judge you for is like oh you didn't breastfeed he's a formula baby yeah he's a formula baby and he's perfect so just back off right <laughs> exactly um, and and the thing is they had in that's the exact situation they have no idea what's going on in our lives right. you physically could not right and who are you to judge me when i've tried and i physically cannot you know it's mm -hmm. it's just one of those things but so we so, had these tiny little bottles of formula that were like maybe three or four ounce bottles yeah and you'd you'd put pull the lid off and attach the nipple right onto that bottle and we're thinking okay he should be able to drink that whole thing he'd drink like maybe an ounce right like oh my god he's not eating why isn't he eating he's not yeah. gonna be, you know and so run to the doctor yeah <laughs> he's not eating why isn't he eating is that okay what what and do we do the, to make him eat more and they're constantly telling us to calm down it's yeah, okay it's and okay. yeah we were we were His in panic mode a lot like the size of a peanut or something yeah. you know like don't worry um but just little stuff like that you know yeah. like oh gosh is he eating enough is he is his poop right like size weight consistency <laughs> you know, like, right you never yeah. you never have so many conversations about, about poop. poop yeah <laughs> than you do after you have a kid for yeah. sure but we so when we got home you you got to take some time off of work you know yeah. you were done with work at that point and yeah. then i took i had to go back after two weeks so that first was kind couple of a, weeks was so nice yeah and then and then we um he he didn't he slept really well at first mm -hmm. in his crib like we I'd would probably the first couple months two or three months he yeah slept every night every day every night in his crib yeah and I mean, of course problem. he'd wake up to eat and then you'd rock him and he'd go back to sleep because he mm -hmm. slept all the time you know in those days so and that was good thinking, dang we lucked out yeah man this kid is good and then um yeah Something and then happened. that stopped <laughs> <laughs> we it don't know what shift. it was. It was just a shift. And then all of a sudden he did not, I think it was when he started to get a little more mobile. Mm -hmm. Like before we just swaddle him up and throw him in the crib and he'd just lay there and fall not asleep. Throw. Don't worry people. It's yeah. Not, don't you know worry, what I Flynn. mean? We yeah. Didn't, you know. There was no throwing. And then, um, you know, he started to be able to roll over on his own and, and shift around. And I think that he just didn't want to sit being the swap being swaddled anymore right yeah and he was just done with that and he wanted nothing to do with it so um you you shifted to uh, couch duty yeah well <laughs> at first at the very beginning when he first have started having trouble we had like the little bouncer thing like i, I forget what it's called not a bouncer but it was like it was this swung little, back and forth yeah well no not the swing the the oh. other thing i forget oh what yeah it was called. just a little seat yeah you it was a little like lay him yeah. down in this thing and you could turn on like little vibrations it made like little nature sounds right you could you could kind of gently bounce it a little bit and the first night or two i'd put him in that and he would sleep just fine and then after a few nights of that he's like nope this isn't working for me either. So then we kind of transitioned to the swing. Megan had loaned us her, um, Emily's um, little swing that kind of, you could right. either swing it front to back or side to side. Right. And he really loved the side to side. So I'd put him in there. And, and now, a couple of years later, we, I read an article about don't let your kids sleep in a swing because it could right, cut of off course. his wind, to, yeah, you know, like his air tube, and he could Yeah, but again, like, that's oh another thing. God. Every Everything you try to do, there's an article telling you not to. Right. So, you know. So he slept in the swing many a time. Um, and then eventually that did not work for him either. So I, most nights I was up just holding him, rocking him, doing whatever I could to get him a little bit of sleep comfortably. I was not sleeping. Right. Well, we figured out that he slept 
just fine on my chest if I laid down on the couch. Right. So that started probably a couple months. I don't know, Eric. How yeah, long it was say? something like that. And then it was probably at least two or three months that the only way that he would sleep was basically either on my arm or on my chest on the couch. Right. So we would hunker down on the couch. And again, not a good thing because if I had rolled over, you know, yeah, that would have been it. But I think I was so hyper scared about that that I did not sleep. Yeah, you were you weren't you were only sleeping during his naps during the day at that point, I yeah, think. Yeah, so I basically would sleep whenever he would sleep, but on the couch at night, I would lay down, I would put him on me, he would sleep and if I had to pee, too bad. I had to hold right. him. If yeah. I had to shift position cuz my arm had fallen asleep, too bad. I had to stay there cuz any kind of little <laughs> shift was it would wake him up and I'd have to start yeah. all over. So that was a rough couple of months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then we, um, he, he, you know, and again, with the panic mode about everything, he, he started to get these really strange rashes, just like randomly they would pop up on him, on his arms, on his face, cheeks, cheeks that kind of stuff. Arms, and, legs. and, you know, we take him to the doctor and they didn't, you know, they would just say, oh, it's probably just um, heat rash, or, heat rash or, or whatever, you know, and not to worry about it because they would go away after a little bit. Um, and then apparently I was slow to realize it. It dawned on me. Um, it was my beard that was doing it. Um, I had, I had grown out a beard and it was irritating his skin when I would kiss him. And then he would get like these raised red bumps from that on his arms. And then they would just go away after a little while. So I had to shave off the beard. Um, <laughs> and which was fine. I mean, I look ridiculous without it now, but it, it was, it was fine at the time. Um, and it, and it stopped like the rashes just stopped after that. So that's all it was, was, was just from that. So it was, it was good that we had discovered that. Um, but it was just like little things like that that we would just almost full on panic. About. Yeah, just it would send us in a complete panic, and we'd be running to the doctors, and it was all the time. And I guess that's first time parents, you know, mm -hmm. were we able to have a second kid? I think it would be, you know, a lot, a completely different story. Right. We'd be like, eh, he's fine, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is every parent with their second kid. Um, all right, we should probably let's well, let's transition to the talking about the in our arms. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was kind of where it transitioned to after the the he he stopped liking the electronic swing, mm -hmm. and um and he'd like it when One we of would the swing only him. Ways that we could get him. I found this out the hard way. I tried every kind of swing. You know, like holding him upright with his head on my shoulder, his legs by my belly, um, yep. football hold, um, yep. head in my hands, and whatever. Like I tried every different way of holding him and rocking him and. I found out that the only thing that would calm him and get him to fall asleep was holding him kind of long ways in my forearms with his feet against my belly and my, his head in my hands. Mm -hmm. And I'd have to basically do like a little football uh, squat with my legs far apart and like bent over and just swing him from side to side. And I mean... Not, not, a, not a crazy, like, I'm going to rattle this kid's brain swing, but like back and forth, my whole body was into it. And just that was, he loved it. Yeah. And it would actually, it was one of the only things that would relax him. And it was crazy that that yeah. would relax him because it didn't seem relaxing. I mean, like you said, we weren't, it, you know, you weren't shaking him or hurting him or anything like that, but you were swinging him pretty at a pretty decent rate back yeah. and forth. And 
and he would he would just calm right down and go to sleep yeah. and you know it was crazy that that, that would actually put him to sleep but mm-hmm. he loved it and he doesn't believe us now when we tell him that no. <laughs> but you know he's he, he it did it was the only thing that calmed him down mm-hmm. so so that right. was interesting really good on yeah. the back yeah yeah that felt really great <laughs> yeah there were several times where i'm doing this and i'm like oh my god my back is killing me <laughs> we'd have to take turns i'm like tap yes. out tap yep. out all right time or to trade off to jump in <laughs> yep you swing now and then we do because sometimes it did take him a while still to fall asleep or to mm-hmm. calm down but yeah mm-hmm. all right so let's uh let's transition to talking about the movie now so we'll movie. be right back Right, so today we are going to talk about the labyrinth. Um, we went back and watched this again. This is a movie that both of us loved when we were we kids. We absolutely adored this movie when we were younger and watched it a ton. And you know, it was we just both like we both like David Bowie. We like you know loved his uh, his Bowie. music. You know, outside of the you know the labyrinth, all of the music is great. So you know, we've always liked that. So, but we we were just really into this movie and you know all the Jim Henson stuff and. So we we have it on DVD. So we popped it in to watch it again to refresh our memories because it had been a little while. Um, man, this movie does not hold up. <laughs> as much as we would like to say we still love, love, love it, it's just kind of okay. Yeah, I mean, I still, you know, I enjoyed a lot of parts of it, but that's one of the things that I discovered about it watching it back is it's it's just a bunch of parts. Yeah, it's like, kind it of doesn't, a jumbled mess. It doesn't feel like a coherent movie from beginning to end. It feels like a bunch of separate Little scenes things. that yeah. are just kind of like put back to back with it's the same characters throughout them. And like yeah. Jennifer Connelly's acting wasn't quite where it is today. Yeah, but she of course, was granted, just getting she was started. like, what, 15 or something, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Um, and I don't know, there was just a lot of weird stuff in there. Yeah, it was just, it just didn't feel as epic as it felt when I was a kid. And you know, there's some everything's movies. Everything's better, better when we're kids. Right, but I mean, there's some movies that, that we watched that we saw when we were kids that we watch again today, and they still feel like that. They yeah. still, you get that callback. But this one, we just, it kind of pulled us out of the movie a little bit, and we were just kind of like, wow, I can't, I can't believe how, how are we so into this? And it was such a big part of our lives. And I don't know, it just, um, it just didn't feel like it held up, and maybe it's one of those things where you've got to be a kid to Appreciate to get the magic, you know, that's mm-hmm. going on in there. Um, but I mean, the songs were all great. Still yes, the, the songs music. were amazing. Yeah, and David Bowie's voice uh, voice is like so unique to me. Yes, I don't yeah, feel like absolutely. there's anybody else out there like him, and nope. I miss him so much every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the other thing that's kind of weird about it too is just the the kind of thing that he has for her. Yeah, it's a little like odd. He's probably in his forties in this movie. Yeah, and, and she's fifteen. And she's fifteen, yeah. and it's kind of like, ew. Yeah, it's a little little she creepy. Could be your but daughter. Yeah, or granddaughter. Or granddaughter. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it's yeah, it was a little bit weird, and and then you know just the the randomness of the of the movie it had a very i mean and you know granted it it's very much like this whole movie is a dream mm-hmm. you know so is it can it real, be kind of 
yeah, it can be kind of strange throughout the whole thing with the way it cuts back and forth. So, you know, I mean, I get that. It's just, you know, I was, I was really hoping for it to just grab me like it did when I was younger and just pull me into it. And I was going to just absolutely love it. And, and I, and I, I almost felt bad that I didn't yeah. like, I feel like I almost let myself down. <laughs> well, I think that it's always going to have kind of a special place in my heart. Yeah. Just because it, I did love it as a kid and, you know, David Bowie can't go wrong, but like, right. I don't know. It's just, it's not as great as I remember it, but of course we were little kids when we watched it. The eighties, yeah. it was different. Like that, those special effects were phenomenal back right. then. And I mean, the puppets and everything are all still really, really cool yeah. in it, you know, and they're really well done and it's, and it's and fun to watch that. Cool. Yeah. You know, it and, almost and kind of feels a little bit racist at some points too, because some of yeah. the puppets are, are like very, I don't know what, Asian or something. And uh, they speak it, with these weird little like they're mocking Asian accents. Yeah, and it's, stuff, it's, and it's it's like, very yeah. It, it's it not, feels a little uncomfortable almost to watch. Like yeah, uh. the, they weren't exactly sensitive to that when no. they were making the movie. But you know, it's you know. It was it was good for its era. I mean, I like I still like it. I just didn't love it like I wanted to. Right. So, um, I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap up here um, and uh, next time hopefully have a movie that really grabs us again. <laughs> like we really wanted this one to grab us, but it just didn't, you know. But um, yeah, we'll come back next time. We'll talk some more about the early days with Flynn and and us trying to figure out what the heck we were doing as as new parents. So. Uh, we will see you next time. Bye.